Welcome, dear friends and listeners, to The Quandary Vault, a podcast for the hopelessly inquisitive. I'm your host, Anthony, your guide through the shadows where folklore and legend intersect with science and the paranormal. Today, we're embarking on a journey through the misty tracks of North Carolina to uncover the legend of the Mako Lake. This tale, steeped in history, mystery, and a touch of the supernatural, has captivated the imagination of many for over a century. Join us as we delve into the story of Joe Baldwin, the tragic accident that claimed his life, and the mysterious light that many claim is his lingering spirit. Let's step into the quandary vault and see what we can find. In the small sleepy town of Mako in North Carolina, whispers of a ghostly light have lingered in the air for over a century. The story dates back to a fateful night in 1867, along the Wilmington and Manchester Railroad, where the tracks ran like veins through the heart of the town. Joe Baldwin, a dedicated signalman, was aboard the caboose of a late-night train. As the train rumbled through the darkness, an unexpected jolt signified a deadly mishap. The caboose had become uncoupled. Alone and stranded, Joe knew the peril he was in. Another train, unseen in the black of night, was barreling down the tracks toward him. In a desperate attempt to avert disaster, Joe frantically waved his lantern, its glow piercing through the night. But fate had a tragic twist. The oncoming train couldn't stop in time. The impact was catastrophic, claiming Joe's life. Legend has it that the force was so severe that Joe was decapitated, his head never to be found. From that night onwards, a mysterious light began to appear along the tracks near Mako Station. Witnesses, many of them credible, reported seeing a ghostly light moving along the tracks. Some described it as a bright, bobbing orb, akin to a lantern swaying in a phantom hand. Among these witnesses were train engineers and passengers who traveled this route regularly. One engineer recounted a chilling encounter, where he saw the light and, thinking it was a signalman, slowed the train only for the light to vanish as he approached. Another account came from a local resident who claimed to have seen the light numerous times, describing it as having an eerie, unnatural glow that sent shivers down his spine. The most compelling and surprising testimony, perhaps, came from our very own President Grover Cleveland, who reportedly witnessed the Mako light while traveling through North Carolina. His account lent a significant weight to the legend, attracting curiosity seekers and paranormal enthusiasts from far and wide. The sightings continued for decades, becoming a part of local folklore. The light was said to appear regularly, always following the same pattern, bobbing along the tracks before disappearing mysteriously into the night. Some speculated it was Joe Baldwin's spirit, eternally searching for his lost head, or perhaps warning others of the dangers that claimed his life. Skeptics offered explanations ranging from swamp gas to reflections from nearby cars, but none could conclusively debunk the sightings. The legend endured, a ghostly reminder of a life lost in a moment of tragedy. However, with the removal of the railroad tracks in the 1970s, sightings of the Mako light dwindled. Some say Joe Baldwin's spirit finally found peace, or perhaps with the tracks gone, there is nothing left to haunt. Today, the legend of the Mako Light remains a captivating blend of history, mystery, and ghostly lore, a tale passed down through generations, keeping the memory of Joe Baldwin and his tragic end alive in the minds and hearts of those who hear it. But what about the light itself? Credible witnesses, including a former U.S. president, said that they saw a strange light. 
let's look at some scientific explanations that might illuminate this mystery. In the shadow of the haunting legend of the Mako Light, a quest for scientific explanations has emerged, seeking to unravel the mystery of this spectral phenomenon. Let's explore this journey of discovery where science attempts to shed light on the ghostly enigma. One of the leading theories proposed was that of swamp gas, a natural phenomenon common in marshy areas like those near Mako. Scientists explained that decomposing plant material could release phosphine, diphosphane, and methane gases, which under certain conditions could spontaneously ignite when coming into contact with oxygen. This would create an eerie flickering light. Could this natural, albeit rare, occurrence be the source of the mysterious Mako light? Another hypothesis ventures into the realm of optical illusions. Reflective lights from distant vehicles or settlements, it was suggested, could have been refracted or reflected by layers of warm and cool air, known as temperature inversion. This natural mirage could create the illusion of a light moving along the tracks, deceiving the eyes of the beholders. Some pointed to the possibility of the lights being trains themselves. The headlight of a distant locomotive, distorted by atmospheric conditions or obscured by the landscape, might appear as a wandering light, disconnected from its source, fueling the ghostly narrative. Then there were those who considered the role of psychology in the sightings. The power of suggestion, coupled with the eerie setting and the knowledge of the tragic tale, could lead observers to perceive mundane lights as supernatural. This psychological angle suggested that the legend perpetuated the sightings just as much as the sightings perpetuated the legend. As science delved deeper, each theory opened new perspectives, yet none could conclusively dispel the mystery. The Mako light, it seemed, existed in a realm where science and legend intertwined, a flickering beacon between the known and the unknown, the realm of the paranormal. The legend of the Mako light, as told through the eyes of the paranormal, opens doors to a world where spirits linger and the unexplained reigns. The most popular and enduring of these paranormal theories is that the light is the restless spirit of Joe Baldwin himself, trapped in a perpetual state of seeking justice or resolution for his untimely and tragic death. His ghost is said to wander the tracks, lantern in hand. This theory speaks to the belief in earthbound spirits, those who, due to the traumatic nature of their deaths, are unable to move on to the afterlife. Some paranormal enthusiasts suggest that the light is a form of residual haunting, a replay of a tragic event imprinted on the environment, an echo. According to this theory, the energy released during Baldwin's fatal accident was so intense that it left an echo in time, manifesting as the mysterious light seen by witnesses. Others had ventured into the realm of psychokinesis, proposing that the collective energy of the town's inhabitants, fueled by their belief in the legend, could unknowingly be responsible for creating the light. This theory delves into the power of the human mind and its potential to influence the physical world in unexplained ways. There are those who see the Mako light as a beacon, an ethereal guide for other spirits. It's a concept that touches on the idea of spirit guides or guardians, with Baldwin's spirit serving as a sentinel, helping other lost souls find their way. In the world of the paranormal, each theory offers a fascinating glimpse into the unknown, where science and logic give way to belief and wonder. The Mako light becomes more than just a ghostly apparition. It becomes a symbol of the mysteries that lie in the shadowy fringes of our reality. The Mako light stands as an eternal testament to the human fascination with the paranormal, a flickering reminder that there are mysteries in this world that remain unexplained. 
whispers in the dark that speak of things beyond our understanding. It is a legend that continues to captivate, a spectral light that illuminates the border between our world and the unknown. So where does that leave us? In the lore of North Carolina, the tale of the Mako Light holds a unique place. It is a story that transcends mere ghostly folklore, inviting us to explore the depths of both scientific curiosity and paranormal wonder. From the tragic death of Joe Baldwin to the enduring mystery of the light that bears his legacy, this legend encapsulates the human yearning to understand the unknown. The scientific explanations, with their roots in natural phenomena and psychology, remind us of our perpetual quest for knowledge and our desire to explain the unexplainable. They represent our rational attempt to make sense of the world, to find order in chaos, and to demystify the mysteries that surround us. Conversely, the paranormal interpretations open a window to the vast and mysterious realm of the supernatural. They invite us to consider the possibility of a world beyond our physical understanding, where spirits roam and energies persist beyond death. With this, the Mako Light becomes a symbol of eternal search, a spectral beacon that defies explanation and challenges our perceptions of reality. In the end, the legend of the Mako Light is a compelling blend of history, science, and supernatural lore. It is a narrative that has evolved over time, enriched by the accounts of those who witnessed it and the theories of those who sought to explain it. So again, where does that leave us? For me, I think there's probably a natural explanation for the light. Light can do some really crazy things. I think that a few people saw a weird reflection along the tracks and then psychology took over from there, filling in the gaps and creating the ghost light of Joe Baldwin. Whether viewed through the lens of science or the shroud of the paranormal, the Mako light continues to be an enigmatic piece of North Carolina's heritage, a haunting reminder of the mysteries that still lie at the heart of human experience, and for now, remains in the vault. Until next time, keep asking questions and never stop searching. Cheers. The Quandary Vault is written, produced, and hosted by Anthony James Valtiero. Music and audio accompaniments were provided by Dr. Tones. This episode was recorded and produced at the Blue Ridge Community College Library in Flat Rock, North Carolina. To support the podcast, visit patreon.com backslash the Quantum Vault.